in the time of being a business coach, one of my biggest questions from people is why isn't my business working? What is happening? What am I doing wrong? Why isn't it not? Why is it not working? I get that question literally every day on all my lives and my groups everywhere. And I seem to find that there's a common denominator with these business over owners. They're feeling very overwhelmed. They're extremely over analytical with their business and their decisions. They always feel like they have to create, 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 create all the time. They have a lot of anxiety over their business tasks. They just don't ever feel like they're enough or they're doing enough. And there's always a sense of falling behind. You can never catch up. You can never quite do enough. And I found that through this journey, that there is a huge correlation between trauma, stuff that's happened in your childhood, maybe in your adulthood, that directly correlates to how you behave in your business. And that's what we are talking about today. Hey, business baddie. Welcome to my podcast for entrepreneurs, where we chat all things business, have some hard conversations and plenty of ass kicking sessions. Why? Because I want to help you uncover where you might be stuck so you can live the life and business you deserve. I help coach thousands of women online every month to push past their fears and develop personally so they can come into the success that they have always been dreaming of. I'm really excited for the opportunity to do the same for you. Welcome to episode three. I want to thank everybody who has listened to the first two episodes, who has sent me the kindest messages and is encouraging me to keep making more episodes. I'm gonna keep making episodes, of course, but the encouragement and to know that my words are making a difference is a huge blessing for me. And I thoroughly appreciate it, whether you're sending me messages on Instagram or writing uh, a review on the podcast, all of them mean so much to me. And thank you so much for doing that. Today, we are gonna be talking about how trauma and business have a huge correlation with each other. And there's not a lot of people talking about it. I joined the business coaching world a couple years ago after spending nine years of truly wanting it, but I just did it and, you know, went for it a couple years ago. And when I went for it, I did my research and I looked at other business coaches. What are people doing? What's, what's going on? And I just kind of followed the trend of, okay, I'm a business coach. I need to teach people how to do business. And as I started people teaching people how to do business, I realized that no matter what I said or what I taught people on business strategy, there were always excuses, if you will, about why they couldn't do them. Like, I want to do them. I want to be successful in my business, but there was always a but. They were too afraid or they overanalyzed everything or they couldn't complete certain tasks or time management wasn't there or they were having trouble dealing with customers or they were worried that their products and their business weren't going to be good enough for other people. So they just 
didn't do it. They prevented themselves from moving forward because of all of these objections. And where do these objections come from? They don't just appear because we have a business. No, these objections come from our past, our past trauma, our past relationships, our past dealings, which have trained us to be who we are today. Why we have these objections, why we're scared, why we don't feel good enough. It really has nothing to do with opening a business. You just really start realizing that you're standing in your own way, but how do we deal with that? Because it's, it's hard. We have to crack open these experiences we've had that we've shut off and, and pushed away for so long because they're hard and they're hard to deal with. And it's not something that we want to open this Pandora's box again. But if we don't, we just continue to stay stuck in our personal life and our business life. Before I did this episode today, I went and searched podcasts on people who were talking about the correlation between trauma and business. And I truly only found one that was distinctly talking about trauma and business and how that affects you. And that's crazy to me. It's insane that not more people are talking about it. And this last year, that's really where I've pushed over my coaching to a different direction because I can teach people business strategy all the time. And I see all these advertisements all the time. I saw one on TikTok right before I came on. It was like, hey, let me show you these three things that you know, you're probably not doing. And this is why your business is failing. One of them was trying to wear all the hats and doing everything yourself. Another was not having a marketing strategy. And what was the third one? I don't really know. I didn't really listen, listen to the whole thing. I just saw it was an advertisement like, Hey, this is why your business isn't working. Right. But what if you did have a marketing strategy? What if you paid somebody for a marketing strategy, but you have all these products that you don't want to release or you're scared to release or you're not confident enough to release because of these thoughts in your head and that holds you back it doesn't matter if somebody is out there willing to accept your money to advertise your product what is your message you don't have a clear message because you've got too much going on in your brain to focus on your message because your brain is telling you all of these things. You're not good enough. Your products aren't good enough. People aren't going to like your stuff because you're a people pleaser, or it could be you are codependent and you need all of these people to buy your products before you really even believe in your business. But that doesn't work either. It just because you build it doesn't mean they're going to come. Like you have to tell them where to come to be able to support your business and why they should support your business like no one trusts you. And a lot of people who are codependent, they just need all, you know, they need that instant bond of a relationship of I'm going to depend on my customers and my customers need to depend on me, but we're all strangers. So how is that even going to happen? Or there's people that have boundary issues. And yes, sharing on social media about your life in a sense, is really good for your customers to get to know you. But there are sometimes you can overshare. There are sometimes that you talk about things that maybe not, that should not be talked about quite yet, or, or maybe you're not even reaching the right audience. And these people can't even relate to you. And they automatically think like, oh, 
you know, maybe she's one, one, one foot off the train track. No, that doesn't even make any sense. One screw loose, (laughs) you know, and they get this perception, which you're not, but you know, we are in a world with judgy people. So if you're not in front of the right audience, they're not, they're not going to connect. And all of these traumas or experiences or thoughts all lead back to how we were built in life. And that's why I started my podcast episodes, just kind of telling you guys who I am, what my past is, what it was about, how I've grown and moved forward because I'm not, or excuse me, I am who I am today because of those things. And not just because I went through them, that's one part of your being, but healing and going through and dealing with the trauma, gaining a new perspective. You know, I spent a lot of time being angry and I had to push that over into being thankful instead of being angry, which was a huge blessing in my life. Holy crap, that relieved so much, so much of my issues for me. It was absolutely unbelievable. But a lot of times we don't have that support around us to show or to tell us, hey, there are some things that happened to you. And even though you've shoved them down real, real deep, they're still there and they're still controlling you every single day. And if you're asking me right now, like, hey, Jessica, why, how did what I went through have anything to do with my business. It has everything to do with your business, but first and foremost, it has everything to do with who you are personally and who you are personally has everything to do with your business. So if you feel like you're trying and trying and you're doing all the business things and nothing is working and you're, you're trying all these business strategies and you're posting on social media, you're marketing, you're doing all of the things, all of these people tell you to do, but for some reason it's not working. There's, there's a very good reason why it's not working. And it's not because you don't know how to do business strategy. It's because you have some things in your being that are preventing you from being the best version possible. And guess what? That's not your fault. You didn't cause the trauma. You didn't cause the heartache. You didn't cause any of these things. You were just in the environment when it happened, which then your body, your brain, your central nervous system, everything starts to work to make you feel safe because that's what we want. We want to be, we want to feel safe. We want to be in a safe place, but that's how we work. We, we develop these systems, these thoughts, these ideas, um, a lot of them, not very healthy to protect ourselves. And when you go into business, the first thing you want to do is protect yourself. You don't want to open a business and have people tell you you have a shitty product or you don't know what you're doing or people don't buy it. And then, you know, it just feeds off of those fears and those doubts that were already ingrained in your mind anyways. Do you guys know that two thirds of the children in this world have experienced some sort of trauma. 
And I'm not talking about just abuse. It doesn't have to be abuse. And, it, and it's abuse in different forms, emotional, physical, sexual. There's so many different forms of abuse, financial abuse. It could be an unexpected death. It could be neglect. Neglect is a huge one. It could be a house fire from when you were little or even, you know, a young adult. It could be bullies from school. It could be going to doctors for medical issues and not being taken seriously and being neglected by them. There's so many forms of trauma. I use the word trauma just because it relates to so many things. There are so many forms of it that some of us stop and think, oh, well, I wasn't beat as a child. So like, I don't have trauma. I don't have these issues, but if you've had something else detrimental or scary or huge that has happened in your life, it's there. No matter how far you shove it down, it is still there. When I was in my early twenties, I knew I grew up in an I kind of knew, I guess I grew up in a not so normal household, but I really didn't think anything was wrong with me. You know, I endured trauma. I endured mass amounts of neglect. Um, I wasn't physically abused, but I watched my parents physically abuse each other day in and day out. So I always thought, well, I wasn't abused. So like, I wasn't, I, I don't have that kind of trauma. I didn't experience the emotional abuse myself. My parents did not ever personally attack me emotionally, but they attacked each other day in and day out. And I watched it and that creates something inside of you. I didn't think it at the time. Uh, I just figured, you know, what, I'm fine. I'm strong. I've, you know, been able to take care of my sisters from a young age you know, I was pregnant at 17. Like I've been through some shit and I'm still fine. I am still standing up straight. I am still surviving. I am still going through everyday life. And you know what? That's just a part of life. That's how I felt. It was just a part of life. And some people had it worse than me, which they have. They've had it much worse than me. And so I was like, why, why am I sitting here dwelling on all the things that have happened to me when, you know, it's probably just, it's just life. People have to deal with it. We just, you know, get up and, and move on. And there's so much worse out there. No, I was just justifying it. I was just giving a reason to not have to deal with it. And quite honestly, I didn't even know there were options to deal with it. Yes. I heard about therapy. I was forced into therapy at a young age because everybody's telling me, oh my gosh, you have so many things wrong with you. You know, we need to talk about it. And I thought like, there's nothing wrong with me. And there wasn't, there was nothing wrong with me. Everything was wrong with my parents and my upbringing, but me, why do I have to go through therapy? Why do I have to go through these things and open this emotional box of mine and go through it when I didn't cause it. I didn't create this. Why me? And I really did not want to do therapy in my younger years. And I was forced to, and it really put this negative taste in my mouth about therapy. 
I was given a person when I was in my early teen years as uh, more of a mentor. And she was somebody who came around and hung out with me. She taught me how to cross stitch. She taught me different craft. Like we crafted a lot because I absolutely love to craft. I grew up with crafty women in my family. It was something I thoroughly enjoyed doing. I liked being creative and she would just come around to hang out, to be creative. And we just talked about life stuff. And on, I didn't even know that she was creating this, you know, place for me to have a therapy session. That is the best thing that I could have had as a teenager. And I'm so thankful that I did have it. So if you have teenagers or young, you know, young adults or preteens or even younger kids that do need some therapy, I suggest doing it that way instead of sticking them in this room with a stranger. We have to talk about our feelings. We don't know why. We don't even know our feelings yet. So mentors are really the way to go. And probably a good reason why I want to be a mentor today, because I know the huge impact it had on me. I am not a therapist. I have probably been in enough therapy to create enough hours to have several degrees, but I am not a therapist. I can only speak on my own situations, my own circumstances, and the things that I have done to move past them, work on them, grow from them. And I can just give you advice from my experience but I highly suggest digging in a little bit deeper, maybe trying therapy, different types of therapy. There are lots of therapy, types of therapy out there today. Uh, one that I am looking into because I probably will never be done with therapy is EMDR. That's something I'm looking into for myself here pretty soon. Look it up. It seems pretty cool. I just so strongly believe in getting help from outside sources not just a therapist, finding someone that you can relate to, that you can trust, that you can have faith in knowing that, okay, they've been through this and they've been able to grow from this. So I'm going to stick around because I want, I want to talk about this. I want to learn. I want to grow. And I didn't just do this through therapy. I had to do a lot of hard work myself. I read a shit ton of self-help books. So many. I practiced the ideas that were taught to me. I had to take a moment in my life to slow down my thought and reaction process so I could retrain myself. When you grow up in complete chaos, you just, you just react. You, you just react because normally you don't have time to stop and think and process. You are just reaction-based all the time. And that's how I was. It was complete chaos for me for so many years. I mean, even after my parents stopped creating the chaos, I just thought that's how, that's how life was and created the chaos for myself because that was normal. <laughs> it's not normal, nor is it healthy. So when I had to go through this process of eliminating uh, different unhealthy parts of my life, I lost all my friends. I said, sayonara. I just cut ties with everyone all at once. Didn't want it. I needed to grow a new friends list. There are a couple that made it and I even cut them out at first just because I needed a fresh slate to start over with. 
And I'm so thankful that I did that as well as eliminating drama, chaos, anybody who was creating that in my life, I had to completely get rid of it. I had to shut it off. I had to shut it down. Uh, one of those people's was my, what one of those people was my ex and it's very hard to shut those people out because you're trying to raise children together or quote unquote trying to raise children together which I don't think that was his objective his objective was to just be pissed off at me all the time because his life wasn't going right and quite honestly my life wasn't going right for a really long time so I was pissed off too we were you know misery loves company we were both in it that way together I mean, I can agree on that. But then when I started making those changes to not live that life anymore, uh, the couple people I did have to keep around, uh, like my ex for my children, I had to minimize my contact and really talk myself out of their reactions. You know, this isn't me. This isn't my problem. This isn't my anger. And I had to walk myself through my reactions or maybe lack of reactions to just get to a safe place myself. A lot of times we aren't built safe places as we're growing up when we have parents or caregivers who weren't taught to be safe either or to be in a safe place. And a lot of us are robbed of that when we don't have a choice. But what we can do as adults is we can create that space for ourselves. We can create that space for our children. We can create that space for our spouse, first and foremost, ourselves. But yes, we need to create those for the people in our lives around us, as well as they need to do that for us not necessarily our children, but adults who are responsible for their own actions, behaviors. Those are the people we need to surround ourselves with. Because I know for a very long time, I had a hard time talking about the things that happened in my childhood and how I grew up uh, because not a lot of people could relate. A lot of people judged me for them and I didn't even know how to process them. So I just didn't talk about them. Now I can talk about them freely. It doesn't bother me. Uh, the only thing that bothers me is when people feel sorry for me, do not feel sorry for me. There is nothing you or I could have done to have changed the situation that I was in. Um, just be happy that I was able to get out. And that's what I want to give to other people. I want them to know that there is a way out. There is a better way. There is a better life. And we can get out of how we were trained as a child, all those thoughts and processes and reactions and difficulties we have, we can get out of that. We have that ability. We no longer have to let people dictate how our life is going to go or let our past dictate how our future life or self is going to be. We have the ability to take control of that. I will warn you, it is not easy. Never claimed it to be easy. It took me three years three years of no friends, no relationships. I did not go out uh, in public to hang out with people. I did not go to bars. I did not drink. I did nothing but work on me, myself, and I, and my family. Best thing I ever did. And people think, oh my gosh, three years, like that's such a long time. Right. But I lived 10 years of my adulthood living with such a trash mind, trash relationships, trash everything, 
listen, I will gladly dedicate three years to not have to go through another 10 years of that bullshit. And as we're talking about this, I want to tell you guys something. There is nothing wrong with you. You are not a bad person. You are not an unhealthy person. Maybe some of the experiences you've had have created an unhealthy way of dealing with things or a not so healthy way of how you react, but you as a person at the core, you're a good person. You're beautiful. You're powerful. You are all of the good things, just the way you are. It is the experiences that as a child, we have no control over as an adult. We do have some control over, but it is not us who is bad. It was the experiences. It was the trauma. It was the environment that we were in. And I really hope you guys know and believe that I had a conversation with my husband. He started to see a new therapist and we were talking about it. And I, I said, you know, you'll, cause he know, he, he questioned like, how do I know I have a good therapist? And I hadn't met her, so I didn't really know. And quite honestly, what I need from a therapist is going to be completely different from what he needs as a therapist. But I said, you will know you have a good therapist when she doesn't want to change you. There's nothing about you that you need to change at the core. You are a good person. She is just there to help navigate you and your way of thinking, your perception, the way you love and care about yourself, the way you love and care about others, and to undo all of the negativity that you've been through in life. And he was like, what the heck? That's exactly what she said to me today. She told me, because I think this was maybe their first or second session. He said, she told me, I'm not here to change who you are. I'm just here to help you be better, to be the person you want to be, to live how you want to, to have better relationships and better experiences and to get through everything that you had to endure as a child. And I was like, that's, you got a good one. That that's it. That's all you need. We did do a session together probably about a month in and she's amazing. And I absolutely love her. Unfortunately, that's not exactly how it always goes when you're finding a therapist. This was his third try. And I am so glad that he kept trying because I think this one is really going to do the hard work with him to be exactly who it is that he wants to be. So next episode on Friday, I am going to be answering questions from you guys. You can ask me anything. It can be personal related. It can be business related. It could be literally anything you want. But on Fridays, I'm going to take one of your guys' question and I am going to answer them. If you want to ask me a question, you can ask me and submit your name and your email. And I'll let you know when I'm going to be answering your question, or you can remain anonymous. You don't have to tell me who you are. That does not matter. It does not, it's not going to change how I answer the question, but you can ask me anything. There is a link in the little place here on the pad podcast. 
it says, ask me anything, you click that link and you go in and you just fill out the box of whatever question you have. So on the next episode, that is what we are doing. But then the episode after that, we are getting back into a little bit more on how, you know, your personal life and your business life is so closely related. And what we believe is true, what we believe that is true about ourselves and how to change the beliefs of what we know is true. Uh, We're going to be talking about habits. We're going to be talking about how all of those things can help grow your business. So I thank you for being here and I will talk to you guys very soon.